The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. My name is Ronnie Court at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course. So you can find my work at milehighsports.com where we are covering the Broncos head-to-toe, offense-to-defense, special teams included. Can't forget about special teams, of course, at milehighsports.com. And it's all presented by Tap 14, of course, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Want to thank our friends at Tap 14 and our friends at Pro Football Focus for helping out on the podcast podcast is today today i try to convince you that the denver broncos will win the afc west this is my uh my boldest prediction i guess of the year i'd like to think that i'm not so much of a hot take guy i don't take things and just spin it and whirl it i like to think that a lot of my stuff is is data driven knowledge driven from what i see not only with my eyeballs but also obviously uh on the internet and all that good stuff and I think this team is drastically, drastically improved. So let's dive into it. And obviously, let's start with the most important position and why I think they will be a team that goes 10 and 6 this year. And that is Case Keenum. Of course, Keenum, uh, this is assuming, obviously, God forbid, any sort of mass injuries or, or a big injury. Uh, if Denver stays relatively healthy, along with all the other teams in the league, I do believe that this is a team that can win the AFC West for a particular couple of reasons. First of all, this is a team that. Uh, if you look at the schedule, if you look at the schedule, they line up well against many of this team of these teams. Uh, a Seattle team that is decimated early, they should win that game. Uh, looking around in the AFC West is obviously something we're going to talk about as well, too, because I think this factors into it as well. But uh, to start, we have them chalked up, and I'm going to go game by game for you. I have them winning the Seahawks, Raiders, Ravens, Chiefs, Jets. That means, yeah. They are 5-0 and to start the season. How crazy would that be considering that they went 5-11 and last year? Also having picking up wins at Arizona, at uh, the L.A. Chargers, at Cincy, at home against Cleveland, and then finishing the year against the Chargers as well. And that's 10 wins right there. I mean, you, you're looking at this schedule and you're saying, this is not the most difficult schedule in the world let's remember of course last year too they started out hot three and one they hit the bye week and then all everything fell apart this is a bye week that's a little bit later in the year schedule plays out for them fairly decent uh, this is a team that went two and four in the division last year and let's talk about the AFC West because this is a, a West that is drastically worse from last year I think overall as a whole uh, the AFC West last year of course uh, was was dominated by um, well, Kansas City, obviously, that'd be the case, but maybe dominated is, is the wrong term to use because this is an AFC West that was won by 10 games. 10-6 uh, and six has won the division, and maybe this is a little bit of a cherry-pick stat, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. 10-6 and six has actually won this AFC West three out of the last four non-Manning years. Okay, so I'll take the Manning years out because I think this is kind of a it kind of skews it because there is no franchise. I don't think there is no Hall of Fame future franchise quarterback that is like bona fide top five ever like Peyton Manning. Uh, certainly, I think many can start to argue that with Philip Rivers, but Rivers is no Manning. Certainly, that's the case. Ten and six has won the division the last three of the last four years. This has always been a division that seems like it's just kind of drag out, punch each other in the face, and hopefully whoever's uh, standing at the end with the best record is you. Uh, this is a division that saw the division leader, or at least last year's division winner, 
drastically decreased at the quarterback position. We it is a unproven, unknown commodity in Patrick Mahomes. I, I think many people would agree or believe that he will be a quality player, although I, I, I am weary of his gunslinger style. Um and, and particularly early, obviously. So Kansas City, um, I, I think, is going to be the, the biggest competition for Denver. And this really where it be, becomes one of those uh, matchups between those head-to-heads that I think is really going to be the difference uh, between either Denver or Kansas City. Those are the two teams I have really running for the top division. This is also a defense that, that drastically is worse in the secondary. Uh, this is a team that uh, we, while having electric weapons on offense is potentially weak at the most tr- most crucial position, uh, and that is obviously quarterback. So Kansas City, I do believe, potentially takes a step back this year, although I don't think it's going to be a drastic one. This is a team very much that floats around that 8-9-10 win uh, type season. Let's take a look at Oakland, who obviously, loosed, who obviously lost Khalil Mack, a great part of the defense, and I really wonder... I really wonder about John Gruden and his style and if it translates to the NFL immediately. Because remember, this is a guy who's been out of coaching for 10 years. It was 10 years ago when he was coaching uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is not a guy who by any means has had a great track record as far as regular season. This is a guy I think that maybe looks a little bit better than he actually is because of A, the one Super Bowl, which you could maybe argue that really wasn't even his roster, but two, because of the TV side of things. This is a guy regular season-wise that has a 540 win percentage. That is nearing 500. So uh, by all means, I don't think John Gruden is a bad head coach, but I just wonder if his style translates to the NFL immediately because we saw the non-contact with arguably the best punter in the league who is now on the Denver roster in Marquette King. We saw the non-contact with Khalil Mack, who arguably is one of the best pass rushers in the league, who is now a Chicago Bear, and we haven't even played week one. So Oakland potentially in limbo here with their head coach, and we all know how big a, a, a head coach can affect things. Uh We'll see how it goes in Oakland. I think Oakland takes a major step back this year, and I don't think the John Gruden experiment immediately pans out for the Denver Broncos or uh, for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, let's move to the final team in the Los Angeles Chargers, which I think many believe is that team that really could be taking the next step. It's nine and seven last year. I just it, the Chargers I look at, and and first of all, they have a fairly brutal schedule early. Uh, obviously it's, it's LA and KC to start out the season, but within the first couple of weeks, they play LA, uh, the San Francisco 49ers who many believe is going to be a better team. Uh, and then it kind of goes into this gauntlet of Tennessee, Seattle at Oakland, and then, uh, the Denver Broncos. It also finishes pretty brutal with the Steelers and the Chiefs. That's a road game in KC in December, as well as a road game here to finish the season three out of those five weeks. So there's a lot of tough games sprinkled in there that may stop the momentum for this team. Uh, Joey Bosa is out for the season opener. This is a guy who was uh, reportedly in a boot uh, this year, or or I, I should say this week. And we'll see how effective he is immediately because we know how foot injuries can affect a pass rusher a big deal. They obviously have lost their tight end. They've lost secondary pieces. I I, I really can't. The Chargers have always been a team that, to me, has been one of those prove it, 
before we start to talk about it. Because every single year, it seems like everybody wants to pep up the Chargers as this team that just has so much talent on paper, and then they fall flat on their face. And I really don't know why. I really don't know why. This is every every single year we go through this. We talk about how the Chargers are going to win the division, and they're going to be this 12-win team, and this and that. And yet every single year, they go through a bunch of injuries, and whether they're snake-bitten or cursed, or maybe their strength and conditioning coach is just not very good... I, I have to see it at some point. I need to start to see it. Now, I do think they had a fairly good draft class, but I think it's very top-heavy as well, too, with Derwin James and then everybody else. We'll see how Justin Jones certainly pans out at North Carolina State. But um, I, I just don't know about the Chargers being a team that could win 10, 11, 12 games, and I don't think any team is going to do this in the AFC West. So this is a team last year. Let's flip back to the Denver Broncos. Who now that we've talked about the AFC West, let's talk about the Broncos, who were two and four in the division. By the way, last year, um, if they can improve by that and flip it to four and two, now all of a sudden you have those two gimme games. This is a team last year that, with competent quarterback play, let's just say they have competent quarterback play, not elite quarterback play, just competent quarterback play against Buffalo, at Kansas City, the Bengals game at Oakland, potentially at Washington. And maybe the KC game, of course, that was a throwaway game because neither team was really in it at the end of the year. Those are all games that all of a sudden look very much different, particularly the Buffalo, Bengals, and Oakland game. Those are probably three wins if you look at it. That immediately flips their script from 5-11 to 8-8, just simply off competent quarterback play. So, and again, this is all bearing a... a catastrophic injury, which we obviously don't hope for, nor do I want to even throw into into a prediction pot uh, because I just don't think that's fair. I look at it, and this is a Denver team that is better, is far better on the offensive side. And for those who constantly want to talk about the offensive line not being improved, I think it is drastically improved. They don't need to see elite play out of Jared Valdir over that right tackle side, although they'll take it. They just need to see competent play. And I think if he stays healthy, that is a guy who can provide you competent right tackle position play. They're going to be weak at right guard, sure, fine, but moving Ron Leary to the left guard position shores up Garrett Bowles in that left side. And obviously, for a right-handed quarterback in Case Keenum, you'd rather have him more strengthened on that left side. So certainly the offensive line better, also by default, altogether when you have A, a more balanced offense, but also B, a quarterback who knows how to throw the football within the first three seconds of a snap. And that's what they have in Case Keenum. This is a team, I believe, that wins the AFC West. And they're bolstered on defense. Um, the They are strong in the position that you would rather want strong on the defensive side, if that's a way to describe it. Because I do think they are weak in the secondary. Particularly, obviously, the depth of that cornerback. We've talked that in, we've talked about that in previous podcasts. Uh, depth at cornerback is one thing, but if quarterbacks are not getting the time to throw the football because I've talked about this in the past and it's no uh, discredit or or uh, by all means a insult to the cornerback position, but it's dependent on the pass rush. If you're going to have one that's weak and one that's strong, you would rather have it be the pass rush. And Denver is very strong at the pass rush and they're very deep in the pass rush. And this is a pass rush that could be so effective early because you have just better players than offensive lines can handle immediately out of the gate. But it's that 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 intangible that you can't see on the box score of Avon Miller working on a right tackle 
snap after snap after snap after snap, and then into the third, fourth quarter when you have fatigue, then you have Von Miller winning those battles, but then you also have depth like Shane Ray coming in, and then all of a sudden maybe isn't the greatest pass rusher in the world, but is fresh legs. And fresh legs is a big deal in the NFL when obviously you can't rotate out your offensive line. So certainly a, a, a thing to watch. So I have them winning. This is my game to game. I have them winning Seattle, Oakland at Baltimore and the Chiefs game as well as the Jeffs game. So actually they start five and all. I will put a star next to the two Chiefs games because I think those are the two games that are so crucial to this uh, division. I do have them splitting with Kansas City this year. From then, they lose to L.A., they win at Arizona, they lose at KC, uh, they lose at home to the Houston Texans, and they go into the bye at 5-3. and three. From there, uh, they would beat the Chargers in L.A., which is basically a home game anyways. Let's not, let's not get ourselves. Uh, they would lose at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers, they win against the Cincinnati Bengals. That would be at Cincy. They lose to the 49ers, beat Cleveland, uh, lose to Oakland, and win the final game against the L.A. Chargers, and that would be at home on December 30th. That's two, four, six, eight, ten wins, guys. And and I really don't see this as being something that is super out of the, uh, the potential table. Uh, Denver is favored to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we'll see how Oakland pans out. I don't think anybody looks at Baltimore as this big team that that really is going to impress. And who knows if Joe Flacco even plays the entire season. Uh, the Jets, a very winnable game. The Cardinals, a very winnable game. The Bengals, the Browns, also winnable games. But I do have them sweeping the charges. We'll see if that becomes the case. As I just, I don't buy what LA is selling. I've been waiting for this to happen and it just doesn't every single year and that would mean that they would finish four and two in the west that is uh very much a competent uh, uh in division record that could win the division but we've seen the division one at three and three before even at, at one and five so the afc west is going to be one of those drag out just just punching each other all year long i don't think you're going to see a team that that emerges as a 12 and four and as a 13 and three but I think 10 and 6 wins the division as it has won in non-manning years. I know I'm going to get my cherry pick stat out here. In non-manning years, 3 out of the last 4, 10 and 6 has won the division. The only other time was in 2016 when uh uh who won it at 12 and 4? Was it Oakland? I think it was Oakland, something like that. But uh we're looking at this year and we'll see how it goes. Denver Broncos, your bold prediction of the year. The AFC West winners. Um, I certainly believe they will finish over a Nate. So we'll see how it goes. Of course, I could very much be uh, putting together my Eat Crow edition of the podcast in about three months. We'll see how it goes. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. And obviously, the work at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com, where you can find work from Sean Drotard, uh, Justin Michaels. Rich Kurtzman, Zach Seeger, all of our great Bronco writers. Uh, Doug Ottawill also has a great piece out right now for the Denver Broncos as well, too, that, that kind of talks about their season as a whole, not so much in a preview, but in a very, very interesting way. So go check out all the great work over there at milehighsports.com. And, of course, previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast where you can find Broncos audio, discussion, debates, breaking news, talk with players, uh, spoke with multiple players in the locker room today, and you'll find that audio, of course, over there at Bron on the uh, Broncos Blitz page. That's uh, at milehighsports.com. 
And then, of course, on Twitter as well, too, at Mile High Sports. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And uh, you can give me a bunch of crap for this podcast because uh, I, know I, will, I know I will get it early. But uh, I do believe this is a team that is far improved, and we'll see how it goes. I will say, obviously, this is pending health uh, or anything like that. The one thing that could bring him down, we'll see how Vance does in, in year two. This is a, a big question mark for the Denver Broncos. Quarterback, if they can check that mark, great. But Vance Joseph as well, too. Uh, well, could be worth a couple losses, too, just based off coaching. We'll see how it goes. So to find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, that's at milehighsports.com, milehighsports.com. And want to thank our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Of course, Tap 14, got 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits, Chef Andrea Varela, and that locally sourced, rotating, seasonally fair, just tremendous work over there that they do. And, uh, well, I recommend it always on my podcast because it is fabulous. They bring you, you order the nachos, and you're thinking, okay, a pretty good amount of nachos. They bring you, like, a full platter. It is tremendous, um, and I like to eat. Because, you know, I don't care about my waistline. But that's another story. Uh, love the nachos over there. The 70 Colorado beers on tap. The 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Strongly encourage you to hop on over there to tap 14. And uh, shoot me a message on Twitter. That's at Ronnie K Radio. At R-O-N-N-I-E. The letter K Radio on Twitter. Because we are going to do live and local podcasts from tap 14. Coming up here in the future for a lot of the road games, we will be doing our podcast Saturday, Sunday, stuff like that. So if you want to come and be on the podcast, you can do that. Just be sure to shoot me a message on Twitter and uh, we'll talk about that because a lot of the uh, podcast from the games, we're going to do some of them on the road at Tap 14 and enjoy the tremendous Colorado beers, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits that are also over there at Tap 14. So be sure to check it out, Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com, and of course our friends at Pro Football Focus where you can get 20% off your subscription to the Elite and Edge memberships. That is Pod 20, Pod 20 for 20% off your subscription, Pod 20, P-O-D 20, for 20% off your Elite and Edge memberships. I'll give you a story, and I want to say thank you to our friend Evan. Uh, Evan, who listens to the podcast, said uh, he he took the promo code and got 20% off. He got one of those elite memberships. And he messaged me. He said, Ronnie, oh, my gosh, this this stuff is super cool. Like, you get deep down analytics. And he used it for his, his fantasy draft, which, of course, he drafted last weekend. And um, hopefully he drafted last weekend because, of course, we saw the first game on Thursday. I suppose they equate the statistics. I don't know how they do it. I'm not that smart. But uh, a lot of cool stuff. So thanks, Evan. Appreciate you reaching out to me. And if you do uh, end up getting one of those Pro Football Focus subscriptions and, uh, you know, you want to let me know, I'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. So thank you, Evan. Uh, greatly, greatly appreciate it. So Pod20 for 20% off your Elite and Edge memberships. Of course, do it at ProFootballFocus.com. Find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast and all the breaking news, stories, player interviews, coach interviews, all that good stuff at milehighsports.com. The complete archive at milehighsports.com. <laughs>